money. What up, everybody? I am your host, J5, and welcome to the Block Podcast, where we focus on entrepreneurial growth as well as social issues and injustices that surround the urban community, bringing to you real-life experience for the advancement of business development. Okay, today we have a very special guest. But before we step out of the block, of course, I got to show love to the people who pay me. So, let's get it. Whether it be business or personal, you need professionals that can supply you with all your personal protection equipment. So when it comes time to have masks, gloves, hand sanitizer, or reliable disinfectants for the studio to keep me and my guests safe, I know ROI Marketing and Safety have got me and my guests covered. So log on to www.roippe.com or drop them an email at sales at roippe.com and let them keep you and yours safe. Okay, let's step out on the block. Oh yeah, first, adjust your crown. Today's guest is a true representative of Indiana, so much that it's in her title. I guess you could say, it's who she is. She is a shining example to all little girls and what they can accomplish. She represents not only the beauty on the outside, but the true beauty that lies within. She is a college graduate, a new bride, a business owner, and an ambassador for several organizations. And wait for it, that's right, our very own Mrs. Indiana 2020. I'd like for you to welcome to the Block Podcast, Mrs. Indiana 2020, Justice Kelly. Mrs. Indiana, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. It's been a great weekend. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yes, again. <laughs> Let's try it again. Let's do it all over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry about the last time. But we're gonna we're gonna knock it out the park again today. Though it doesn't yes. matter anyway. So uh, just so everyone knows, you know, not that they are gonna confuse you with the, all that going on right there, who you are. But go ahead and share who you are. Yeah. And, and uh, who you are. Yes. Um, <laughs> so my name is Justice Kelly, and I am the current reigning Mrs. Indiana 2020. Um, I have been Mrs. Indiana since July, so definitely been a pleasure. It's been an amazing year so far. Um, I'm excited to share too. a little bit more. Yes, amazing, interesting, <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Yes, for mm -hmm. sure. But um, yeah, just really excited. I'm from Indianapolis and um, live in Bloomington, so it's it's definitely been a pleasure um, not only representing those communities, but even throughout the year being able to travel and um, visit counties and cities I had never been to before. Okay. Okay. And you, because you graduated from Bloomington. Yes, I, I did. Yep. And you were Miss. I was Miss Indiana University in 2016. So okay. yeah, Mrs. Indiana is not my first title or first time um, competing. Um, I've had a few years under my belt, and yeah, Miss IU is definitely a, a fun year. Okay. How, how many how many pageants have you done? Mrs. Indiana was my ninth. So yeah, before competing, I was okay. trying to count and just reflect on like, how many times have I done this? And I mean, each time has literally been so 
different and rewarding. Um, but yeah, it, this was my ninth time competing. Uh, um, so how many? Okay, how many titles have you held? I've held five. So um, I want to get my math right. I believe because I was kind of giving someone advice when they were trying to decide if they wanted to compete and. Um, for me, it's really important that people know it's not just about winning. Like, there's so much that you right. can get out of this yeah. when your goal is beyond a crown and sash. So I want to say I've um, lost more times than I've won, and I think that's really important for people to just know that within this industry, really within any field, right. um, you know, pursue your dreams, go after them, but know that a no or a closed well, door doesn't mean it's over. Well, that, you, didn't, you didn't get the, the, the crown. But you didn't particularly lose. Oh yeah, that's true. And he, yeah, that's such a good yeah, way to put you it. You didn't get the crown, right. but you didn't particularly lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you still got you made connections, mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? Opportunities for the next pageant or whatever. So yeah, yeah losing. You just didn't get the crown. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know what I mean? That's a good. I mean, that's how I, I, don't, I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I think that's a great perspective. <laughs> I think I think if you have that type of mindset. Um, you you win no matter what the outcome is. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's yeah, that's well, good that's, for me to that's hear. That's kind of the mindset I try to adapt. Um, just uh, what I've been through in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just just I mean I just sometimes we might not even know, you know, what the meaning of what happened was. You might not even know. It might not even be meant for you to know. It might be meant for someone down the line or someone witnessing it you know what i mean it might not even been for you but mm. i always believe that there's something it was a reason it was something to learn from it yeah regardless if it didn't turn out my way or not it's something to learn what what did i get out of it you know what i mean i might not have got the ultimate goal the crown but what else did i get instead of just being down about the one thing that i didn't get how about try to look at some of the things I did get. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's, yeah. That's a great reminder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That actually reminds me of, um, that sounds really similar to advice that I was given a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, those words that you just shared, I think are so incredibly wise. Um, a few years ago, someone shared with me a story about they're missing their flight that okay. um, later they found the engine to that that plane um, had some issues and and what they were so disappointed about and right. frustrated later thanking God that I did miss my flight <laughs> you know? and so I think just like weird moments like that and um, I mean competing in a pageant people you know might not see the same or whatever that outcome is but I think it is important to remember like wherever you are in life like you are supposed to be there exactly and kind of exactly. taking that same thing on the stage you oh, know man. like if I win I'm supposed to if I don't I'm not supposed to you know and just exactly. having peace and comfort in that exactly. so I love that exactly what well, now with that state of mind okay how do you feel about having to carry your crown through all of 2020 yeah you know yeah it hasn't been the most glamorous for right. someone 
of glamour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love I'm, it. You're good with words. It's know. like you it's like you um, run a podcast. You're really good with your words. Sometimes. <laughs> I thought about it. I, I love thought it. about doing it. I love it. I love it. Um, and I think that's such a good question because I know I kind of opened up with saying it's been an amazing year. Um, and I do really mean that even though the year has looked much different than I expected it to. Exactly. Um, I think for me, even what we're talking about now, like knowing that everything is intentional and you are where you are for a reason. And the year that I'm having as Mrs. Indiana, though it looks different than I thought, mm -hmm. like after really just spending some time reflecting, I, I am honored to serve during this year that has exactly. been so challenging. Um, you know, I'll talk a little bit later about my platform and things yeah. that have really connected to this year. Um, but you're absolutely right. Not all of this year has felt glamorous. Um, it's, it's definitely, there have been days and, and many, many days that um, I've been challenged with the climate of this year, with um, where we are as, as a country and, and so many different um, dynamics. Um, but I do see this as a platform that allows me to say, you know what, we can spend this entire podcast talking about the issues what are solutions? What can I do to contribute to the okay. change that I want to see? So that's what I'm, I'm doing and trying to do more of as Mrs. Indiana. And I think that we all have that opportunity to whatever our platform is, uh, make a difference. Well, you know, I heard something and, 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 I, and I still can't remember, but I know, I know this guy's a billionaire. I know that. And I cannot remember exactly who he was. Um, but I remember him saying something and, 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 and I took, and I, just thought when I heard it, I was like, you know what? I'm living my life like that mm. from now on. And he said, you know, never turn down an opportunity. He said, you, you take that opportunity and when you get in there, you figure it out. Mm. He said, but don't, don't turn down an opportunity. He said, you get yourself in there. And I, and I, and I say that just because, I mean, even though it, you didn't, necessarily accept you won yeah. um the crown but it's but the responsibility is still replaced it's still placed on you mm -hmm. you know what i mean this opportunity is still placed on you you could either you know i mean look at everything that's going on in 2020 politics and and, and you know uh, everything else that's going on and you could fold mm -hmm. and you could say oh wow you know what i mean this sucked that I won this year. This is just crappy. You know what I mean? My whole Miss Indiana just went down the drain. Or you could say, look what I've been put into. You know what I mean? This is a challenge to make this good. Mm -hmm. You know, most people, most women that win, they, they, they come in this, it's already good. Mm. You know what I mean? You have to actually try to make it good. And that's, that's a responsibility and I think you know what I mean I think look I think when the years go by and we look back on this I think you know what I mean people will look at you completely different mm. as, as, and when I say that I mean like from other pageant winners you will be looked at different because of what you had to go through because of everything that's been thrown on you <laughs> out of nowhere yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how's that you know what I mean how's that you know, played upon you like the the protest and politics and you know the, just the violence in our city alone. Mm -hmm. um, just you know, 
how much of a strain or challenge is that for Mrs. Indiana and your platform that which you hold? Yeah, so um, just for a little background, my platform is called Building Inclusive Societies. Mm -hmm. um, it allows me to focus on the importance of inclusion and acceptance and belonging. Um, so, you know, having a platform in 2020 where you are raising awareness of what those practical things are that we can do to make spaces more diverse and equitable and inclusive. Um, it's, it's something that I think is very timely to be in this year and to be talking about the things that I'm talking about. Um, but I will say it, it has been a challenge in a lot of ways. I um, found myself at many points throughout the year kind of wondering when I have this hat on, when I am Mrs. Indiana, can I speak my truth? Can I share my experience? Um, you know, not knowing if it's more proper or, you know, do you have to stay neutral in all things? Yeah. And I think for me, and, and this is The isn't, topic's a little heavier. Yeah, yeah. And this, this what I'm saying now isn't <laughs> to you. say, right, right. Yeah. What I'm saying now isn't to say, like, this is the universal formula that works for everyone. This is what I found to work for me this year. And so uh -huh. that has been to um, use my voice, to say, I have this platform for a reason. Um, and so I'm willing to shake up the table, I'm willing to say things that might be hard for people to hear. Um, you know, again, I think everyone has to decide for themselves what they're comfortable with doing and sharing. Um, but for me, it's definitely been um, a time of asking myself, what what is all this for if at the end of the year you said, I wish I had said this, or I wish I had spoken right. up, I wish I had said, you know, um, that's actually really hurtful. That's That's been a thing that I've come across this year, microaggressions, where um, things are said that are actually insulting. And I think former me or, you know, me a few years ago would just, you know, have my feelings hurt but not say anything. But I recognize that now is the time, you know, if yeah. it's never, like yeah. now, if you've, you've never before, you know, felt that your voice mattered, yeah. um, you know, just no longer waiting for permission to speak, but to recognize that your voice is needed, your your voice, um, your perspective is needed. And and that's, I think, been the beauty of it for me this year, just just really walking in that boldly. I mean, and, and I think it, I think it, it definitely... Um, uh, and like I said, you said everything, you know, and it happens for a reason. And I believe that too. I think, you know what I mean? that, And I think that, you know, with you being a woman of color and holding this crown at this moment in time, I think is is meant to be. Because, I mean, it, it's, like I said, this is challenging times. And like you said, there are a lot of, you know, sticky uh, topics mm -hmm. that are, we're having to we're having to put out on the table now, um, and and a lot, you know, we we kind of like shoved that to the side for a long mm -hmm. time, and now I think we we've, we've obviously reached a point to where, especially with the the following administration, that well, it's kind of out there on the table, and so I think with that, with you being a woman of color and facing this challenge is 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 awesome. I, I think you're right where you're supposed to be. Oh well, thank yeah, you. I do. Thank I you. think. Yeah, I think I think that you know I mean they say that you know certain people are put in certain places to deal with certain challenges and and I think Justice Kelly is put in this position right now to do to go through this year mm. though it may look not so glamorous but I think like I said on the end of this I think people are gonna look back and go man she she was a little different because 
she handled a situation that really most people might have cracked, mm. you know, or like you said, not not spoken their truth, just kind of, oh, yeah, you know, said whatever they had to say just to yeah. get by, you know, and instead of being who they are, and yeah. that's what the road you've chose is to be who you are and, and to stand for what you stand for. Yeah. And speaking of that, your platform. Now, what 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 all have have you been able to do so far? You know, with your lim- with the limitations that you that you yeah. got, you know, yeah. with your platform, what all have you been able to to do? Man, get out. It has been such an honor, and I know that. You know, we talk about 2020 and the things that haven't been able to happen, but I will say lots of things are still happening um, in the works and, and continuing to happen. Um, one of my really, I think, biggest accomplishments throughout this year and where I've felt that my platform has um, been able to move forward in practice, like not just, you know, let's talk about this, but like how do we go and apply these things? Um, and that has been through my role on a international committee for the Kiwanis International Chapter. So um, I'm a part of Kiwanis Clubs of Bloomington in South Central Indiana, um, and I was approached with the opportunity to be the United States representative for this international committee that they formed on diversity and inclusion. Um, So not only was that just such an honor, kind of like even feeling a little underqualified, like (laughs) little me from Indiana, like can I represent, you know? That's one of those things that came out of it. Yeah, yeah, very, very true, very true. And I mean, <laughs> just having this opportunity to connect with people from all over the world and um you know all that's of a us really big organization yeah it is it's it a huge organization it is so yeah yes and i mean for me it's been um joining so it's virtual we have all of our meetings via zoom uh, but to have the same goal of how can we make our community where each of us are living all over the world uh, more diverse and inclusive um so so much has come out of that a lot of Um, you know, things that we're kind of adding to our toolkit and resources that we're sharing out. Um, But for me, it's been stuff that I'm like, you know what, as I learn, I'm I'm ready to just give it all out. So I've been connecting with local businesses, um, you know, just as they kind of hear about these opportunities and are reaching out, um, I'm able to train staff on diversity, equity, and inclusion. I've implemented um, and kind of helped to lead the diversity, equity, and inclusion initiative at my job with Make-A-Wish. So it's just been really cool how, you know, what for me, you know, my platform is my passion, it's my heart, but I'm really seeing it in so many um, different spaces of my life, from my career to my personal life and um, just what I what I'm doing in the community as Mrs. Indiana. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean that's I think for me a big part of what I have taken pride in that I've been able to do. But for me, I want I want to um, never stop working in the you know what is needed as far as DEI work goes. So I mean even today I'm you know I spoke this morning at a church in Bloomington, uh-huh. shared with them what my platform is, shared with them some challenges and what they can do to help make a difference. Um, that's that's something that we all need. I think it's important that we recognize that um, it's an ongoing conversation. It's oh, not hey yeah. check I you know I attended a training I'm good now. No, like, no this <laughs> we've got to keep going. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm just here to keep the conversation going. I'm here to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> Sounds yeah, so funny yeah. to say, yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, I mean, that's, but that's, that's the, you know, that's, that's growth. Yeah. You know, and for, I mean, for years, you know, I, I uh, you know, well, 
going through my thing you know i uh that was my one of my big things is to do things that made i didn't like to do mm. that made me uncomfortable yeah and that was one of the things you know i was like you know what that's what i'm gonna start doing because i, I kind of figured you know everything that i like doing that got me in a bad situation so i figured i might as well try to the opposite side and it worked <laughs> <laughs> yes but i mean yeah with you i mean now as far as how important um uh, is it um with you uh being a woman of color and you know being mrs indiana uh, how important is that to little girls you know that look like you you know yeah i think representation is extremely important um there's an experience that i had that i will never forget and i always love sharing this story it gives me chills like every time I think about it but um I you mentioned um being Miss IU in the past you know some mm -hmm. of my background in um holding titles in the past awarded me so many opportunities to be a part of parades and um different community events and so there was a parade in particular um I believe it was IU homecoming but this was back in 2016 I'm in a parade and afterward um just connecting with families and kiddos mm -hmm. and um i recall a young girl um looking up to her parents so you know just seeming to be mesmerized beautiful young black girl um you know just really kind of seeming to be mesmerized and it's moments like these where you're like oh like they're the they're the princess like i'm looking at all these kids like oh my goodness like you're the future you are so powerful and um i think for me this moment that just really, in a lot of ways, um, has stuck with me. Um, her looking to her dad's and saying she has hair like mine. Um, I don't think in that moment I realized um, power. how powerful that was yeah. for you know just even a kid to recognize like her exactly. hair looks like exactly. mine. Like maybe that's, that was the first time that I've seen. That's how much she was looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it's even yeah. you know I've seen beauty queens before, but I've never seen one that looks like me. Or I've seen you know, and I think those yeah. things are so important, not just for pageantry, but that if a young black boy wants to be a scientist, yeah. that he sees any, yeah. someone yes. that looks like him, or you know whatever that is, LGBTQ community. I think it's so so important um, for all of all of our backgrounds to be represented. Um, just knowing that there's power in seeing. Um, yes. You know, I share this a lot, but I remember growing up as a kid being told, like, you can be anything. And I think for a lot of us, if we're honest with ourselves, that's hard to believe until yes. you see that done by someone that looks like you. Yes. That's just the truth of it. I mean, yeah. I don't know that I ever thought a young black girl could be the vice president of the United States, but I now believe it's possible. Yeah. It's happened. Yeah, you know you what I mean? And so, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean, for, even from that experience of, um, meeting that family and that young girl at that parade. Um, her dad's actually reached out to me on an app. I used to babysit for families in mm -hmm. Bloomington. And so it was just so cool to reconnect with them. And they <laughs> shared with me, like our daughter has been talking about you and just really, really was inspired to see you as a black woman, um, you know, showing her that that you you too can chase your dreams, yes. go to do whatever, you know, it is that you set your mind to. and. Um, yeah, so when you talk about being a black woman and being Mrs. Indiana, I mean, those are the things I think about, just the power of representation and, and really the need for it. Yeah, and so it's, a, it's a whole nother ball game too, you know, uh, seeing something on TV mm -hmm. versus seeing the person in front of you, you know yeah. what I mean? It's one thing to see Michael Jordan on TV, 
it's a whole other ball game to see him standing right in front of you, and it's the same as you. You know, what I mean, it's one thing for her to see you on a commercial or in a parade going by. You know, what I mean, but it's a whole other thing when she's standing right there in front of you and she realizes, oh, this is, she's real. Like she's me. Mm. Like that's you know, what I mean, I, like I said, I just got to be a pretty cool feeling that you know, what I mean, that you're in that position to be able to do that. You know. I love that. Uh, I love that you said she is me. Like I uh, think that's I that's mean, deep, I mean, that's, and that's what it is. I mean, <laughs> like, because that's what she gets to see. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It's like I said. You know, it's different seeing it. You know what I mean on a, on social media or on a video or TV or whatever. Yeah, but to be right there mm-hmm. is that brings everything real. Yeah, that makes everything real. And like I said, and she can look. You know what I mean. And she's looking at you, and she sees your hair, and she's like whoa like she's like scoping you all the way out like wow like that's really like she's got hair like mine like wow like she's real you yeah. know what i mean yeah so that's that's pretty amazing man yeah you know i know i wish you you could have probably got more parades in and things like that this year but you know you did get to come to my hometown, though, and I missed it. I'm, I'm an idiot. So. I'm always at work, so yeah. <laughs> I look up, and I'm like, hey, man, she's in a parade. Uh, wait, that's that's an end. Oh, okay, that's right down the street for me. All right, yes. and I'm at work. <laughs> that was awesome. In Anderson, yes. Indiana. Yeah, that yes. was definitely one of my favorite yes. um, appearances that I've had throughout the year. Yeah, that's a pretty cool event. It yeah. was it was um, incredible. Food. Did you <laughs> yes. food I did. Yeah, I ate too much Jeez, food. <laughs> man, the food is amazing, man. Okay, now um I wanted to know uh uh what um like uh I I guess we kind of touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit, but um I wanted to go a little bit more cuz I, I want um like how have you been able like your platform? Mm-hmm. Now will you be able to say okay, First of all, less you are about to go to be in uh, 2021 Mrs. America. Yes, yes. And when is this taking place? Mrs. America takes place January 29th in Las Vegas. Okay, all right. Now my question is: is do you now how does do you create another platform once you become or? Can you just carry your platform on over and that's what you ride with? Yeah, so when you win your state title with the platform that you compete with, um, that that is what you're competing with through your year. So you're saying, and kind of the question that you're asked at the state level is, um, if you were to win the title, what is an issue or a cause that you would champion? So that's pretty much what a, a platform means. It says, right. you know, this is what my focus would yeah. be throughout the year. So that is definitely what you, you know, take on with you when you're representing your state at Mrs. America. And that, for me, building inclusive societies is the platform that I will okay. Promote. You're gonna ride that. Yes, okay. yes, okay. at the national level. Okay, okay, cool. I, I didn't know if you know what I mean. You had to switch it up or what? I don't, you know what I mean. I, I, uh, I don't know a lot. So. Yeah, I mean, and it may be that you're allowed to, but I think for me it was when I chose my platform. I knew like this is what I'm passionate about and what I feel there is a great need for. Um, right. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna continue doing the work within this space. Okay. Okay. And, and 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 so now okay, so if we're talking January, you said twenty twenty nine. Yes, yes. Oh, and, and now is that like the day it starts? Is that 
No, actually, that's the final day. That's the final um, day. So the big show where we find out who Mrs. Yeah, America is is January 29th. Um, but for contestants, it's a week-long thing. So we'll be there from the 22nd to the 29th, have some rehearsals and okay. practice. And, um, yeah, I'll for sure post updates. We're still okay. kind of awaiting but we details. Get the sh- we get to see it when? January 29th. 29th. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And as soon as I get details of where and how you can stream it, I'll be posting on Facebook and share with you as well. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So we could get that out there. We got to get that out there. I do have a fun announcement for just kind of an update um, and a decision that I, I made for Mrs. America. Uh-oh. Um, so when we connected... This happened right here. Just so you know. This starts <laughs> right here. Just get on. Spoilers. <laughs> when we connected last, um, I think I was still very much so going back and forth with what look to go to Mrs. America with. Kind of yeah. feeling like there's... Yes. Like there... I've always just kind of felt like there's a certain pageant look that is like most acceptable or what you see represented most. And so okay. I think for me as a young black woman, um, a lot of times have felt that I've needed to fit within that look of you know what that stereotype is or... or and not that it's... Um, I don't mean it in a negative way, but just mm-hmm. what, what you see most often. Right. And that's straight hair that's long wavy hair that's you know getting a sew in or or what have you and for me it was um you know I'm gonna go glamorous and you know I love some good extensions but (laughs) I want to go with curly hair I want to go with my natural curly hair and I don't know if that um I know for a while it was back and forth it was you know is that risky is that what judges are looking for and then it kind of came down to I'm just going to be me. And if the judges aren't looking for me, that's okay. But really, I'm just going to be me. I think it's important that um, curly hair is seen on a Mrs. America stage on every platform. Apparently, that little girl thought it was. Yeah. (laughs) So that's I've been really excited about that, just knowing that that's how I'm going and and feeling really um, confident that way. That's awesome. Because, I mean, I I I wouldn't have known. I mean that that was even a thing. That, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. You, I guess you know. What I mean, we we don't know the insides of everything that goes on. I wouldn't even thought about that as yeah. being a. You know what I mean? It being a thing. But that's cool though. Yeah. And that's awesome that you 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 came to that conclusion. You know, I'm just gonna be me. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I I think you you got it Aww. personally. You know, that's just me, but. I'm biased. Yeah, I know mom, dad. I know everybody. So, you know, it's different. I <laughs> and I have it. to hear it from them if I if I say anything different. Too. <laughs> so what do you mean my daughter ain't gonna win? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> now, okay. Speaking of mom and dad, who who's the who's the hardest on you? They're both pretty soft. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love both my parents, and they're both amazing. But in my, I can see Dad being a pushover. I can see him being. I can see that. But Mom, man, Mom's about her business. When I say that, I only mean that. I I really do. Just now that I'm an adult, I see the relationship that I have with my parents, and um, I'm just so thankful for all the ways that they have challenged me and pushed me. They're super proud. Yeah, and and that's what I was gonna say. I think more than anything, I can just feel how proud they are of me, and that's something that um, I think they express really well, and and just really let me know, you know, that they're proud of me. Um, So yeah, don't want to get emotional, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now with all that you do, because um, let let me, let me, I'm gonna try to get it right here. Um, Of course, Mrs. Indiana. Mm 
um, and then we have to take into account um, you, what you do for Mrs. Indiana and utilizing your platform. Okay, and then you have a full-time job. Yes. Okay. Um, My job is for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, so incredibly rewarding and keeps me just as busy as Mrs. Indiana does. (laughs) Okay. And and newly married. Okay. Not too far off from graduating college. Uh, How do you keep up with all... Because I'm not... I'm probably two uh, two of... two or three of those things uh and and i and i'm like i mean i'm like just all over the place like it so how are you doing it like i don't even know how your scheduling works Uh, it's crazy just to think about it's crazy to me but i mean it's got to be how do you handle that i mean so i won't say i do it well every day (laughs) i definitely have days where i'm like nothing like honesty (laughs) yes yes um i so one there's i love sharing just advice that i've been given because it it really has made me who i am and i love these i i learn an analogy so whenever someone like has a story for me okay i will remember that for the rest of my life but i want to tell you this because i think it really has um kind of shaped how i handle being busy um so if you could imagine yourself as a cup filled with water and that cup being inside a bowl um, the advice that that person this person gave me was um, you are the cup with with water and everyone around you your environment all the things you give to you is the bowl okay and it's it's important that we are not pouring out from an empty cup Um, but that we're actually pouring into that bowl from the overflow so that our cup is so filled that everyone around us is getting what we're overflowing with. Um, So that for me was a huge wake-up call because I definitely, for a long time in my life, and even today I'm challenged with this, um, found myself pouring into, you know, work and um, the things I'm passionate about, my platform, and um, finding myself empty, like pouring out Right. rather than being overflowed with you know rest and um, all of what you need just to be able to do well in right. anything so um, for me I think you know when you say how are you balancing it all I think it has been trial and error I think it's been falling on my face and realizing <laughs> I can't do this like I've got to let go of something and and sometimes that is just the reality of what is needed yeah um, maybe sure. you know that is strength to acknowledge and recognize maybe I can't can't do a million things. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really trying my best to not just do all the things that I'm doing currently, but to be healthy and doing those things. Right. Um, and, and that has for me looked like letting go of things when, when needed and um, really just figuring out how to prioritize rest, how to prioritize self-care and mental health. I mean, I've been in therapy for several years now and I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I think, uh-huh. I mean, one, if you were just black, you, you could use a therapist. <laughs> like literally that's, I mean. At some point and, you've acquired <laughs> something that needs therapy. And I mean, really, if everyone is real with themselves, if you're a living, breathing human, <laughs> like you have a reason to, you know, talk to someone about what you're going through. So. Um, yeah, I that for me has really been a game changer. Okay, okay. Now, okay, now we're gonna now here we go. Um, <laughs> now, 
uh, we we spoke about this before, and I'm going to bring it up again because uh, I want people. I want to get this out here because uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, I just thought the whole the whole part of it was interesting, and that how you came about this state of mind. I was like, okay, cool. I just see fleshing killers, but okay, whatever. You know what I mean? So so so, Animal Planet and and, and Shark Week. And and life lessons uh, that we could we could get out of that. How did you you know what I mean? As, uh, I, I just I watch I watch Animal Planet. I love Animal Planet. I love I love all animals. I really do. And I probably know a lot of crap that I don't even need to know <laughs> about animals. But never you know never looked at a at a just a man eating killer and thought man there's inspiration here. To life. You're hurting my feelings, saying, calling I'm sharks. <laughs> you know, I just, you know. <laughs> so, yes, yes, yes. I, I've i shared in this, I mean, I've at this point been called shark girl. Like, <laughs> how obsessed I am with sharks is shark getting, girl. like, too much for people. But, <laughs> hey, I've got lessons for days that I have learned from sharks. And, Don't oh my eat goodness. your neighbor. That's the first lesson. Okay, now let's go. Stop it. Um, Man, so one, I did find myself several years ago um, watching a documentary on, I think it was Animal Planet or National Geographic, one of those. Uh And I love that you called out Shark Week. For me and in my house, every week is Shark Week. So I don't even know when Shark Week is because I'm like, when did it stop? But um, I found myself, this was several years ago, I... Um, was kind of toward the tail end of high school and I'm watching this documentary about sharks and I am just all in to how interesting this is that they're saying you know researchers were just puzzled trying to figure out how animals were being eaten or how sharks excuse me were being eaten by animals that shouldn't have been able to eat a shark like below them on the food chain so um you know it's it's this like several week long research project that they do they have cameras you know down in the ocean and they're just studying all of this and pretty much what comes out of it is they realize there's a position that you can put a shark into called tonic immobility Mm -hmm. where if you can get close enough to a shark without it reacting it becomes paralyzed, and animals have learned that about sharks. That that, uh, that part I do know. Yeah, yeah I mean, flip them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. one. I mean, goodness, like just even for me learning that, I'm like, animals are so intelligent. Like how, like for them to like know a shark's weakness and yeah. know what we're like, that's crazy. Um, but I think for me, what was so powerful about that, and um, I mean, I really do even accredit this revelation to changing the course of my life. Uh-huh. Um, I felt a lot like that shark. So as I'm watching this documentary, I'm you know struggling with peer pressure. Before or after the tonic. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. <laughs> During, after, just being like eaten and, you know, taken or overcome by things that I felt like I had the power to be so much stronger than. Like I felt like at that point in my life, um, I was just giving into things and just allowing life to almost like swallow me when it was like, I, I don't want to continue being passive. So I talk a lot about, um, even earlier when I was saying, you know, me a couple years ago would have responded this way, but you know, now like that's something I've really been journeying through, like finding my, um, you know, 
being assertive and, and learning how to speak up for myself. Like that's right. something that um, I haven't always been comfortable with. And so I, I don't, it, in so many ways, I felt like I related to sharks, you know, just kind of being passive and not um, being all that I could be. Um, so from there, and, and I tell everyone this, like I decided I'm going to be a shark. Like I'm not going to let things you know, just take over or let things overcome me that I am stronger than. I am going to be how a shark should be and how they should respond is, you know, being those power. I mean, a shark is at the top of the food. Like nothing should take you down. Like be you, be strong, be, you know, aggressive even. And that's like a word that I think we run from, but I'm not afraid of it. Like I'm going to speak up. I'm going to share my truth. um, And I'm, really more importantly going to recognize the strength that I have so yeah I I love sharks I feel so connected to them and Ian like we laugh and I know you really wondering how that was going to come full circle but it actually did and I actually understand it I know you call them man eating flesh eating whatever but let me just say this let me just say this (laughs) I think that in a lot of ways I've even felt that I could connect and relate to sharks in so many different ways but one of them being the ways that they're portrayed in media honestly reminding me of how as an african-american woman i've felt media has portrayed me at times or media and so to me it's like we let's let's take on the responsibility of learning more not just believing that one-sided narrative or that one perspective that was shared in jaws (laughs) but to really take on like let me learn more powerful statement yeah Yeah. and I mean just knowing that there's more to the story like sharks I mean they're so I could go on and on I know you guys don't care about sharks but oh my gosh they're so gracious and beautiful and I mean I've just learned so much from them so I mean I I know a lot about sharks you know I I just never looked at it it, um, um, and I actually know about the 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 immobility I actually know about flipping them over and, and you know, they kind of go into a catatonic state. Yeah. I know that, but I just never really looked at it like you just did. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty interesting is that, you you know, I mean, you're right. You Nothing should be able to really take you down, well, especially not what's taking you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? You should, you know, and you're right. You know, that, that could only happen if they just stay passive and mm-hmm. let some, let whatever that creature is get close enough without raising their guard. Yeah. And I never really, I didn't, I never looked at it that way, but that's really, that's pretty powerful, actually. You can thank the sharks. There you go. You, know I mean? See, you can learn a lot from Shark Week. You sure I can. I did not know. <laughs> I'm aware now. <laughs> okay. So, now what are some, uh, if you, this, when you do win uh, Mrs. America, what are some of the responsibilities that come along with that? Of course, we know you have to share your platform, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that, but what else did, that people might not even know about? Yeah, so a really big part of it is, you know, similar to what I've been doing in Indiana, traveling and seeing different communities and um, collaborating with amazing programs and nonprofits all across the state. Uh-huh. Um, it, it truly would be that, but advanced to on a national platform. So um, traveling across the okay. country and um, you can absolutely, I think for me um, as a title holder, 
I want to really focus in on building inclusive societies and okay. programming and, and, and really just moving forward with that message. Um, but that doesn't in any way limit me. So that's not to say that everything I do has to um, you know, be for my platform. Exactly. Um, so I've, I've just been so honored to connect with um, amazing organizations. I just a few weeks ago, one meal, one million meal movement is an incredible organization that is feeding thousands of Hoosiers every I day. Saw that. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, opportunities how like many, that. How many, I want, how many meals did you guys make up? It was something crazy. It was. 16,000? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how? 16,400? Yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, you know, I bring that up as an example just to say, I want, I want to just get busy. I want to hear and learn about what, what is needed and how I can get plugged in. Um, I, I know that in taking on that title and responsibility, it's not me saying, you know, let me start, you know, some new effort. It's, I want to join in with the people that are already doing these incredible things in these communities. Let me go and learn from them and say, where can I help? How can I, you know, magnify your voice and, and let everyone right. know what these efforts are that you're making. So that's really what I would hope to do and um, travel. I, I love traveling and I love um, volunteering. And so to know that those things well, can come together would be incredible. Well, you know, you know, with it being, you know, 2021, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you being Mrs. America, there's a really good chance that you may rub elbows with the madam herself. Oh. The vice president. <laughs> That'd be amazing. What would you like to say to her? Oh, man. I think I would thank her. I would thank her for um, not only the role that she's playing you know, politically and what we're seeing on TV, but um, in her everyday life, knowing that every decision that she's made has led her to where she is now, mm -hmm. um, I think it's important that she knows, and I, I think she knows this, because I think the whole country, you know, world maybe even is sharing this with her, but that she knows that she's inspired so many people um, to chase their dreams, Man. to get involved, you know, even civically, if it's, hey, I want to go to law school. Hey, I want to, um, you know, in the same way that she did. Like, I think it, it's just so powerful the ways that she's inspiring um, young black girls, young yeah. South Asian girls, young minorities, um, but really everyone, young yeah. young people, you know, seasoned people, I don't want to say a little bit, <laughs> everyone. Um, so, yeah, I think I would thank her um, and then just ask her if there's anything that I could do to, you know, throughout my year, make a difference in some of the goals that she has for our nation. Yeah, I think I, I think um, uh, I, 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 I would of course you know love to see a, a, a female um, uh, black president. That would have been amazing, and which you know I, I feel we will. Um, but I'll take the vice president too. Yeah, I'll yeah, definitely take it. And I love that yeah. she said in one of her first speeches as VP elect that she will not be the last. And I no. mean, I know that. <laughs> like, it's like the when no. a glass ceiling has been broken, um, people are following. So, yeah, yeah and that's, no that's, doubt. That's, I like that. It's important. The glass ceiling has been broken. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The glass ceiling has been broken. It has been. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Obama was one thing, you know, and she, but she's, you know, she's special. Yeah, you know, to us. So yeah. I just say, you know, I just thought about that, and I thought, well, you know, you will be Miss America. I mean, 
there's a great possibility you could come in contact with her. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I just thought, you know, but yeah, I, I know that, that would be, be yeah, that would definitely make, yeah, that would be the highlight. That that would make up for 2021. What is some um, good advice that you've received, you know, along your way, whether it be um, while in pageantry mm -hmm. or just in life, period, to to get you to where you are now yeah what's meant for you will never miss you and what Ooh. misses you was never meant for you that was something wow. that was told to me by um, someone that I call a big sister to me in pageantry she was Miss Indiana University the year before me okay. and I remember you know us competing together in Miss Indiana um, it, it being hard at times when you want a certain outcome, you want to win and you don't. That was my experience for several years. And um, I just remember when she said that to me, it was really eye-opening. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's something that I continue reminding myself of. I know for me, um, I finished grad school last May. And you know, right after getting my Master of Public Health, I went into applying to dozens of jobs. And I remember job rejections being really hard. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I, you don't want me to want you. That's, I mean, that's hard. That's, yeah. that's um, what I think really anyone can relate to, just in things not going the ways that we want them at times. But for me, that reminder, that quote of, what's meant for you will never miss you. Like right. that's something that I've really just kept in the back of my head that you will absolutely never miss out on what you are supposed to have. Um, and and just given me the, the courage to keep going, to know that there is something for you. Exactly. I'm so, and this sounds weird to say, but I am so thankful for every rejection that I received when I was looking for a job because uh -huh. I think about how if I had received one of those I wouldn't have my literal dream job doing what I love so much and I can't imagine me working anywhere outside of the Make-A-Wish Foundation I mean I've been there for a little over a year now and I'm just like man it's it's amazing how literally closed doors are intentional and they're yeah. there for a reason exactly. they need to lead you to where you're supposed exactly. to go so that for me yeah I mean that quote it's been everything <laughs> <laughs> that um yeah I, I i definitely i believe in that i really do you know what i mean it's just and and i don't know maybe for me so much if it's uh just like old people wisdom and i just you know now i know that you know trying to rush and do everything is is some sometimes it's just counterproductive and and I realize now that you know just letting things go the way they are gonna go, just put in my work, put in my effort, put in you know what I mean that I or whatever I can do, yeah, you know to make it happen, and then just kind of like saying, hey, you know, it's gonna do what it does, or mm -hmm. it's not gonna do what it does. It's yeah. just that, and I and I've definitely learned a lot um, with that uh, during the show, during once I started the podcast. Um, you you know it's, it's a lot of things that don't go your way. You you would like you know for it to go your way. You like for this to happen or for this person to come on or whatever. And you know whatever reason it doesn't happen. But uh, I I look at that now like well they they weren't supposed to be here yet. 
whatever yeah. you know what I mean and they just keep it moving you yeah know? But that's a really good you know idea idealistic view to have that you have you oh know? I love that I love what what yeah. you share I mean it reminds me of even when we talked about um, the person that missed their flight like yeah. I think about that when I'm in traffic or when I'm like yeah. okay I've got to yeah. get there I've got it and I'm like just be okay with where you are right now. Like maybe this is intentional. Exactly. Like it, it's okay. And exactly. I mean, yeah, I think that's such a good reminder yeah. for us all. Yeah, yeah. And it, and like I said, that you can look at that as you know you were uh, you were supposed to win this year. Mm. You were supposed to go through this. You know you were supposed. I mean, though it sounds crazy, you were supposed to you know not make some of the parades. You, mm. you know what I mean? You, yeah. And I, and I just look at that as you were able to focus in in a different way. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Okay, you might not got to do the parade, but I could jump on the Zoom with, you know, these kids or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and I could do something this way. Yeah. So that's all, you know what I mean? It's just, like I said, it just comes down to, you know, you, you're either going to fold or you're going to stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, and really that's where you were placed um, with with the wind is either you're gonna fold it, you're gonna stand up because this went south quickly mm-hmm. you know and i thought i thought we were almost free and now it seems like we're, we're going back mm-hmm. you know in reverse you know everything's shutting back down and now here we go so you know how how's the COVID, you know played on on you and everything that you yeah, yeah. It's definitely been a hard and challenging year. I feel for um, everyone that has been affected and impacted by COVID-19. And I think that truly is everyone that has in some way been impacted. Um, I lost my great grandfather to COVID-19. And so oh, I think throughout sorry. this year, um, it's it's not only been a challenge, um, you know, just just knowing that there are loved ones that I've lost, that we have lost, that people from all over the world have lost. Um, but I think for me, even in the ways that you weren't able to come together for a funeral. Um, so for us, for my family, it was um, kind of toward the beginning where, um, I want to say the restrictions were real, like it was like 10 people and we just had something virtually. I threw together a zoom, um, call for family from all over the country to, um, join in. So yes, definitely, definitely, um, feel that, you know, when I think about the challenges of COVID, um, it's personal for me. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, the ways that um, it's it's been a hard year, and, and I can say that from even just what I've experienced. I think that this year has the potential to really bring people together, and I think it's it, it would be unfortunate if we allowed for all of what's happened this year to do nothing for us outside of mourn and right. you know cry like i think right. if nothing else how can we i mean my grandma didn't know how to use zoom before and now she does because we had to get together on you know how can we grow from this how right. can we i mean i've loved even just seeing the ways that we can connect virtually with you know my aunt in atlanta and yeah. you know family in ohio and all of us you know joining together on a call to celebrate the life of our loved one um but 
just community, family coming together. Um, I'll, my last thing I'll say, I, I, I really do feel in a lot of ways like I experienced 2020 before, and that sounds weird to say, but <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, I have. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, and I, when I say that, I, you know, I'm, that's a stretch, but <laughs> right. I, I remember several years ago having um, a performance. I used to do speed painting, so I would do performance art where in front of an audience I would paint something. Well, is that like like when they like you see the people they paint and they flip the yep. thing upside yeah. down. Yeah, and it, that was really? it. Really? Yeah, that you was it. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so awesome! I'll have to show you videos. That's crazy. But, but let me tell you about a really interesting <laughs> one. Um, in the middle of my performance my easel collapsed and just fell on the ground. And it was like within a moment of having to realize you have to keep going. Like I got down on the ground. It was like, I don't even know what else to do. I mean, it wasn't even about the contest anymore because you know, this was a competition. It's like, I probably lost, that's fine. <laughs> my, yeah. my talent just broke, yeah. but keep going. Like that's, that's yeah. all that you have. I mean, yeah. you've got to, at the end of this, be able to show for something. And I, I, I think about that a lot, I think this year, just because I, I remember my willingness to keep going. And I remind myself now, you've had your easel drop before. You've had what felt like life just falling yeah. apart. Yeah. Get down on the ground if you have to, pick up Make that brush. Happen. Yeah, like we're not stopping, we're not right. quitting. And and hold up, whatever that is that you can come up with in the end. Right. Like, hey, it doesn't look pretty, it's but, hard, 2020. But I didn't quit. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I that- I didn't quit. That's what matters, that's yeah. what matters, so. That's that, I like that, I like that, yeah. I would've freaked out. <laughs> God, I have to I have to so shout out the song because so while I'm painting I always have music to keep it fun <laughs> keep it fun um, and I think the song was a really big motivator it's called fight song I don't know if you're familiar with it fight but it's like song. this is my fight song the okay. chorus part kicked in literally when the easel drops and it's like this is my fight song take back my life song like it's it's literally wow. about fighting okay. and I was like fight like it was just like you have to like keep going just that's, I mean, yeah. you've got to do that. So, yeah, I feel no, like I... Because I, I, used, I used to dance when I was younger, and that was like, a, oh, man, just the thought, not doing it, just the thought of just forgetting the routine or falling or falling off the stage, or just the thought mm -hmm. is num was numbing to me. Mm. Just, I can't even imagine, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. never happened. You know, luckily, but I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? You that when that easel dropped. Oh wow! Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's, life. A, that's a billion <laughs> things going through your mind at one time. Oh yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. But not to give up though is to go ahead and finish it out. That's yeah. That that was more powerful than the entire painting. No. Oh, yeah. That was for Miss Indiana University, and I I won. <laughs> so that yeah, was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably why. Yeah, it might have been why you won. Yeah. Is that they saw that you didn't give up. Because you could have easily been like, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> sorry, I, you know, I tried, you know, and then walked off. Mm -hmm. And they'd have been like, well, you could have tried to finish. You know? But you did. You didn't even miss a beat. You just jumped down and like, oh, well, I'm doing this. That's awesome. That's, that's Mrs. Indiana. Oh, thank you. That's what Mrs. Indiana does. 2020.
<laughs> and so I challenge myself yeah. to do. Yes. So what what else you got? What else you got coming? What else you got going on? I mean, of course, Miss America. Yeah, Mrs. I was going to say, but. I think um, a big focus for sure is not only preparing for Mrs. America and all of you know the fun wardrobe and the amazingness of the week, but um, even just mentally preparing, physically, spiritually. I've been working out several times a week. Um, Divine Transformations in Bloomington is kicking my butt, (laughs) definitely getting me in shape. Um, and, And throughout the remainder of my year, so we are scheduled to have a new Mrs. Indiana in April. Okay. Um, so just really thinking through how I can, you know, the goals that I have remaining. Like I want to hit the ground running. I want to end the year strong. And and there's so many more things I want to do. So lots in the works. Okay. Now, and you said that, and it made me think about something. Now, do you do you have anything to do um, with like uh, maybe? mentoring or uh, maybe coaching a little bit the the up, any of the upcoming contestants or or after the winner do you have any responsibility to come back and say hey this is you can do this 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 or whatever yeah so sisterhood is a really really big part of it not just in you know being friends but absolutely in being a mentor you know being a big sister Right. I'm kind of young for the Mrs. Division, so maybe I'll be like a big little sister. <laughs> but um, yes, yes. Uh, when I competed in Mrs. Indiana, the current Mrs. Indiana, Haley, was huge in not only encouraging us, but you know, just checking in, what do you need? Um, we have a group chat, so that'll, okay. you know, for our incoming class, that'll definitely be something that we continue. Um, but more than anything, just being here as a resource, if right. there are any women that are competing or even thinking about competing, maybe someone listening is like, I've always wanted to, but I've never known if that was for me. Right. Um, absolutely reach out to me. I'd love to you know, help you through this journey and, and know that you're not alone in figuring anything out at all. Okay. And now, now and how do they, all the different ways to go about you to, to get a hold to you? Um, if, if they now, uh, because I know that you were accepting donations um, for for Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. America, um, it, did you finish that out, or do you, are you still looking for help? Or I did meet sure. my fundraising goal for Mrs. America. I okay. will say, if anyone is still interested in being a sponsor, I'm definitely yes. still taking sponsorship. So, and if how do someone, they go about that? Um, reach out to me directly. You can um, on our website, mrsindianaamerica.com, find all my contact information or any social media platform you can find me. Um, Facebook, you can reach out to me directly, Justice Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, um, or we also have our Mrs. Indiana um Facebook page, also on Instagram, same thing. I have my personal page, Justice Kells, K-E-L-L-S, um, or also the Mrs. Indiana America pageant. Um, so I would say just just reach out to me. I'm definitely um, excited to hear from more people, and you know, if uh-huh. anyone is looking for ways that they can give back, um, there's a scholarship that I'm hoping to start okay. um, for a young young person who wants to further their education. So if any of what I'm working on this year, someone says, you know, I want to get connected with that or I want to partner with you, exactly. I'm definitely looking for those opportunities. Okay. Well, we hope we can help you here. Yeah. You know, so you guys get on it. Reach out and help her out. <laughs> we got to get her to be Mrs. America. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> the end of that and don't make me and her dad come down there. <laughs> don't want that 
<laughs> Just I love saying. It. I love it. <laughs> well, the street lights are on, Mrs. Kelly, and we have to go in the house now. Uh, it's been super fun, uh, but mom's calling, and so now we got to go in. Uh, I've had a ball having you on, talking with you. Um, I, you have my support, uh, the Block Podcast support uh, for Mrs. America. I'm with you all the way. I know you're going to win, so I'm not really concerned with it because I already know. I can see it. It's supposed to happen. So. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you so uh, much the, for having me. Little girls have to see the curls. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I you love like it. it. <laughs> little girls have to see the curls. <laughs> I will be repeating that. But thank you. This has been such a pleasure. I, I really appreciate you allowing me to join you for your platform. You're oh. so amazing at what you do. Thank and you. I love that we got to connect a second time. Yes, so, yes. This is incredible. I wish I, wish I could have got it right the first time. No. But you know what? It, everything, everything happens, happens for, for a reason. reason. Yes. Right. <laughs> this is great. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you next time. Bye. And there we go. Yay! <laughs> we did it again. <laughs>